Thank you for listening to Las Chiquititas Podcast. In today's topic, we will be discussing money-saving tips, tricks for beginners. So let's just go ahead and jump right in. Um, I was actually reading a Forbes article the other day that said that 63% of Americans don't have a $500 emergency fund. And that actually got me thinking that there might be a lot of people out there struggling. So for those of you guys that are struggling saving money, we want to go ahead and help you guys out and share some of our favorite tips and tricks that we actually use in our everyday life to save money. And in my case, I can actually totally relate because if you are someone that you're not naturally a saver, I was on the same boat. I feel like I barely got into saving money within the past two years. But other than that, I was just a complete spender, just spending miscellaneously left and right and you know a lot of the times I would get my paycheck and I literally had no idea where all the money had gone and on the other hand there's me who is on the complete opposite side of the spectrum Um, I've been a saver all my life so I've been saving since I can remember So I think the first thing when it comes to saving money is you got to think of what is your ultimate goal. So someone, for example, might have a short-term goal while there might be someone else that might have a long-term goal and they both include saving money. And whether it's a short-term goal or whether it's a long-term goal, the way that you achieve it is the same way. And one of the tips that we can definitely share that both me and the other chiquitita agree with is you have to keep your eyes on the prize so if you decide that you're going to be saving money there are going to be times where events might come up or it might be you know a birthday or a dinner party and you will have to keep your budget to whatever you set it to be i think another thing that really helps when you are barely learning how to save money would be a vision board that is actually how I got started and I set a small goal and my goal was actually five thousand dollars and I mean I had never even saved I don't think more than two thousand dollars so for me saving five thousand dollars seemed like this super unachievable amount and every time I would come into my office I would look at my vision board and I would see that amount and I would just think to myself I'm going to reach that goal. I'm going to reach that goal. Then it went from I'm going to achieve that goal to actually setting a plan in motion to get it done. And for me, I did the method that my dad calls trimming the fat. So it's actually cutting out expenses that you don't need. For example, your Netflix account, your Disney Plus account, Pandora subscriptions, not getting the newest iPhone. Yeah, sorry, guys. If you guys have a goal you are gonna have to limit yourself to the things that you want versus the things that you need so for example let's say you normally get starbucks three times a week and you're paying five dollars that's gonna be fifteen dollars a week and in a month you're looking at sixty dollars multiply that by 12 you can save over three hundred dollars just by taking starbucks out of your normal routine Another thing that a lot of people don't think about is cutting the cable bill. Like if you still have cable, you're looking at 50 plus dollars every single month or a gym membership. Maybe right now with COVID, you don't want to go to the gym and you're still paying a gym membership 
or maybe you do like going to the gym but you could be saving $30 a month if you just work out at home or if you go for a run in your neighborhood another example would be if you're someone that loves to eat fast food or maybe it's just convenient for you to eat fast food let's say you're looking at two people whether that be you and your kid or you and a partner or a husband whatever the case is if each of you is spending $10 on a meal you're looking at $20. Let's say you only eat out three times a week. That's already $60. And if you multiply that by four, that's $240 a month. So you could be saving potentially almost $250 a month by just choosing to eat at home. And I know a lot of people are going to make excuses and say they don't have the time or they don't like to cook or they don't know how to cook. But unfortunately, guys, if you want to save money, you are going to have to make sacrifices in order to get the goals that you want. I think another big one that a lot of people overlook is going to the grocery store. So instead of buying name brand, choose generic. A lot of the times you can save anywhere from like one to five dollars or more by choosing the generic brand or the in-store brand versus the name brand items. And a lot of the times they taste just the same. And if you're saving one or two dollars or more per item and you're buying upwards of 50 items, you're looking anywhere between saving 50 to $100. So whenever you're grocery shopping, think about that because that's just an additional way that you can save money. And another thing, when you go to the grocery store, don't buy for weeks in advance because a lot of the times what will happen is that you'll buy too much food and the food will go to waste. And if you're throwing the food in the trash, that's basically you throwing your money in the trash. And the way that you want to look at your goals is that you're trying to cut every corner in order to save money. And that includes with food. So only buy the things that you are actually going to use. And if that means you planning out your meals for the week, you are going to have to do that. Like saving money is never going to be easy, but it's definitely going to be worth it, you guys. And the way that I like to think about it is kind of like exercising a muscle. So like I said, in my case, that was a muscle I never exercised. So when you're first going to the gym, you're going to be sore because you're not used to going to the gym and it's going to be the exact same experience. You're not going to like it. It's going to be tough. You're going to make a bunch of excuses. But the more that you do it, the more that the muscle grows and then it becomes a lot easier. And the more that you do it, the more rewarding it comes when you start to see every single dollar that keeps getting added and added into your savings account. And then it becomes really exciting when you see that you're reaching your goals. Also, another big one that I think is going to the dollar store. And this kind of goes back to like the grocery store and not choosing the name brands and going with generic a lot of the time when you go to the dollar store a lot of the things that they would have at like let's say target or walmart or a lot of these other big stores you can find at places like the dollar store let's say you have a kid and you're trying to look for activities especially right now with covid that you know you're stuck with your kids 24 7 you can get coloring books you can get paints you can get books there's an entire craft section. So you can find things for $1 for your kids to do. Or let's say you want to get cleaning supplies. You can buy bleach. You can buy um, detergent. Like if you're really, really in a budget and you don't want to spend those $20 on a detergent, 
you could get that at the dollar store or if you need bathroom cleaning supplies like there's just so much at the dollar store and let's say that you were buying 20 items at target and it's a hundred dollars versus if you got those same 20 items at the dollar store you're only looking at twenty dollars so every time you choose the dollar tree over going to target or walmart you're potentially saving upwards of eighty dollars and when you combine all of these things together, like the no fast food, choosing generic brands, you know, cutting off the bills that you don't need, that's when you really start to see your money grow because 50 here, 100 there, 20 over here, 150, and then you start adding that up. And before you know it, you're putting $500 into your savings every month, which was money you were already wasting. It was just being wasted at the stores or on miscellaneous items and now that money is getting put back into your savings account or let's say that you are like I absolutely refuse to go to the dollar store for whatever reason because I know that there's a lot of people that have this like negative mindset over the dollar store okay that's fine you can go to Target but instead of actually going inside of the store because Let's be realistic. When many of us go into Target, we can go in for toilet paper, which let's say $8.99 for a pack of like eight or something. And you walk out and it's $100 and you came back with like one bag of, I don't know, five items. And you're just thinking to yourself like, oh my gosh, how did I just spend $100 when I just came in for toilet paper? I think we've all been there. And one of the biggest tips which I've implemented since they've started the um, Target drive up is I specifically buy what I'm going into Target to purchase and I just happen to get the convenience of not getting off from my car. They bring it right to you. If you have not tried this, it is seriously life-changing, especially if you have kids because if you have kids, you cannot pass by certain aisles because they will be like, I want this, I want that. And usually those items are like anywhere from like $8 to like $40, which will rack up your bill so much higher than what you were expecting to waste. And sometimes, let's be honest, guys, we kind of act childish ourselves and we see things and we definitely want them. And it goes back to the whole want versus need. I don't think I can stress enough how important it is for us to prioritize what we want versus what we need when it comes to saving money. So definitely drive up is the way to go. Just put the things on your cart that you absolutely need. And there's no way for you to spend more than what you have to because you're not getting off and getting the whole target experience. Trust me, guys, these stores pay millions of dollars every single year to study the way that they need to market in order for customers to go in and buy way more than what they expected to buy. So if you think you're going to beat the target system, you're not, especially if you're a starter when it comes to saving, you're not. So just be realistic with yourself and do the drive up. And if you're someone that overspends on groceries, I also highly recommend the Walmart pickup app. You can pick up anything that they sell in your local Walmart, including groceries, which is amazing because it makes it super fast, super easy, and you can just choose the generic brands right when you're adding it onto your cart. And 
if you spend, I believe, over $35 in groceries, they don't charge you a fee. So it's free to do. And again, you get the convenience of them bringing it right to your car. And guys, I know I'm probably sounding like if I'm getting sponsored by these companies, and I promise you I am 100% not. It's just they are really great ways to save money. And honestly, I would feel like I was holding back if I did not tell you guys about them because... Like we said in the beginning of the video, we are actually going to be telling you tips and tricks that we use in our everyday life. And for me, these few things that I've been telling you guys have really changed the game when it comes to me saving money. But Target, Walmart, if you guys are listening, we are definitely not opposed to having a sponsored video. So just throwing that out there. And by the way, guys, if you guys want to be featured on one of our future podcasts, be sure to follow us on Instagram. We take polls. We ask topics that you guys want to talk about. And if you guys have made it this far, please go ahead and subscribe to our podcast because we have lots more amazing content coming up. And another tip that I think a lot of people overlook is unsubscribing from emails. That includes your favorite Fashion Nova, Forever 21, and so many other brands that will literally target you every single day they will break down your willpower guys because today it's 20 percent, tomorrow it's 30 percent. close out deal those emails are made to make you want to click on it and you will click and you will buy and did you need to spend those 50 dollars, 100 dollars, 200 dollars, whatever it is that you're spending no you didn't but places like fashion nova and all these other sites with their coupon codes will make you feel like you're saving tons of money when in reality you can save a hundred percent by choosing not to buy it and if it's out of sight it's out of mind so honestly i recommend you go through your email list and everything that is not a need that is a want just go ahead and unsubscribe and don't look back because i promise you it will help you save so much money this was something that i actually had to do because once I started getting down to the nitty gritty and counting up how much I was spending, I realized that this was a huge issue for me and I was constantly getting suckered in and I might not get suckered in today or tomorrow, but a week from now I was buying because it's this programming where you see something over and over and over again that curiosity takes over and then you, you will buy it. And if you're trying to save like I keep emphasizing, you will need to choose wants over needs. And buying $200 from Fashion Nova, guys, unfortunately, it is definitely not a need. I definitely have to agree. I think those are great tips that you have just shared. Um, if they've worked for you, I'm sure they'll work for others. Um, like I said, me on the other hand, I've been a saver all my life. So the generics, yes, since I've been a kid, we always had the Payless shoes, never had name brand anything. Yeah, when you're a kid, you get made fun of, but you know what? It teaches you to develop a tough skin, which I think is what happened to me. So I really didn't care what other people thought. I learned not to care just because that was all we could afford. So I'm grateful for that now. And like I said, that's helped me tremendously. Even as a kid, I had a wallet. My parents never really gave me an actual allowance. It was just kind of like, 
you know what, I got my paycheck, I can spare maybe $10. So what I tried doing was, instead of spending those $10 that I knew I had, I would try and save them until the next time, which could have been a birthday, it could have been Christmas, any other time, I could have found a dollar just somewhere. And then I would add that. And my money stash kept growing and growing until I literally would switch my money with my mom's like, you know what, mom, I have $19. You want to change it for a 20. Most of the time she would agree. So um, once I had the bigger bill, I would try and make sure not to spend it because I know not many of us use cash anymore. But when we did, um, I realized that if you had smaller bills, it was so much easier to spend a dollar. But if you had a 20, I wouldn't really want to break it. So I am assuming that might be the case for other people. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe if you have 100, you'll spend 100. But like I said, that was not the case for me. Um, and I realized that helped me throughout the years in college or even I want to say I started in high school where I had my money that I would take for lunch I would have to pay transportation um, and my mom would give me maybe like $50 whenever she could um, and I had to make sure that that money lasted me through the next time she was able to give me money which I was not sure um, of when it was going to take place. So even then, I would have my bigger bill in the back of my wallet, smaller bills in the front. I knew I could spend the, the smaller bills, and I always kept that emergency money. So as La Chiquitita was saying, Forbes is not wrong. There's a lot of us that maybe don't have, like, the best finances in the world where we are one paycheck away from extreme poverty. That means you don't have enough money to pay for rent. You don't have enough money to cover all of your bills. You don't have enough money for food if you were to lose your job right now. We actually saw that with the pandemic where over 20 million people were unemployed and they had no type of security. So with this podcast, we want to bring awareness and hope that the people listening to us can catch on to some of our tips um, so that they can also save money and not be part of those statistics. It's a scary world out there. My family has always been part of the working class, so we've never had um, enough money for trips or anything, no vacations, it's just work gets you enough for food, rent, and your most important necessities, so clothes, and even then it would be kind of limited to the generic brands once again. So with that, I learned to live below my means, which really helped me as I grew older because I knew my needs versus wants. And even though there were a few things that I wanted, I always knew that I had to save in case of an emergency because uh, the way I was raised, you never knew when you would get 
more income. So um, I was raised on that mentality that you have to be prepared for whatever. So sometimes my dad would be unemployed in between jobs just because he had a low level of education. He did finish sixth grade, but it was in Mexico. It wasn't in a classroom. It was under a tree. So you get the idea. Very limited education. So that means the job opportunities were also very limited, mostly labor. So seasonal jobs. Um, and I think that's exactly why I was raised with his same mentality. We have to save up now or later. That's how I've been living up until this day which I have found to be very beneficial for me. Which brings me to today where over 20 million Americans lost their job and they were completely unprepared for it. So here I am in my late 20s feeling okay within all this chaos because I know that I am, first of all, blessed enough to have a job still. But second of all, knowing that I have enough saved until I can figure out my next move. You know that our parents raised hustlers. You know that even if you don't have a job, you know that you're going to be able to find the next meal and you're going to find a way to make ends meet. A lot of the American culture where it's like you're living paycheck to paycheck and if you miss one paycheck, then you don't know what to do with yourself. Um, that's why we see like suicides. We see all this negative impact where people just don't know what to do with themselves. So first and foremost, you have to set your goal. Your goal for saving can be, I want to save for this house. I want to save for this car, which is perfectly fine. But a very valid goal can also be, you know what, I want to make sure that I have enough to eat for the next month, two months, three months, or if you suffer from a chronic health illness, I want to be able to take time off of work. Some people just need that mental break. I think we're at a place where we all need that break and to be able to say you know what I can afford to lose my job and still survive I think that's very very important if you also want to just save to make sure you start creating generational wealth with which is extremely important um, you'll be a ginormous step for your future generations. So that would mean being able to create a college fund for your kids. If you wanna go back to school, being able to do so, affording to do so. Um, and then other people wanna save to get married, um, to start a business, to go on that amazing dream vacation that you've always dreamed of. And that's perfectly valid. No goal is ever better than the other. It all varies down to each individual's wants, their why, their why they want to succeed. 
why is there drive? You just have to remember and always keep in mind why you're saving. And everything will start becoming a lot easier the more committed you start becoming to yourself. So remember, don't try to impress others. Try to impress yourself. Be happy with yourself. So instead of spending money so that others think of you better, invest in yourself. So it's your goal. It's your dream. It's something you want to accomplish. So put all your energy, put all your drive into your goal with saving. And you can do that every single morning. When you wake up, remember what you're working for. Um, You want to work towards that goal where it's all you think about. So when you go to the store and you want to buy those shoes that you don't really need, but you really like, and you really, really want, remember your goal. So it's like those $50 shoes, they're really cute that are really cool that just came out that you have maybe two or three pairs that are kind of similar but not exactly and you really feel like you need those in your wardrobe remember that you have that house that you want to build or buy and you have that car or that dream vacation so those $50 will get you one step closer if it's that car you want remember $50 can help you purchase, I don't know, an appliance. If it's a house you want to build, me, for example, that's exactly how I envision it. So it's $60, let's say, that I'm going to spend on eating out. You know what? Those $60 could really buy me a window or they could buy me, a dollar can buy me a piece of tile. So I'm that much closer to being able to make my goal materialize. So that's how you make it happen. Um, So by being able to save, not only are you contributing to yourself, but you're also preparing for worst case scenarios. No one really saw this coming, this pandemic, all this uh, traumatic experience, but here we are. And what better way to be prepared than by saving and investing into yourself? And remember that you don't become a slave to yourself. Remember, you can still have fun, but you just choose the right moments. And I promise you, they will feel that much better. So it's like instant gratification now, or can you hold off a little bit longer and reap a bigger reward. Um, The way I see it is that I try not to spend anything. So if I can save, I will try and save as much as I can. Like La Chiquitita said, we're trying to trim the fat. So here, it's like you'll be able to take from that stash once in a while. I'm not saying all the time, but you can take bigger chunks out of it. And you know what? It's perfectly okay, and you won't feel as guilty doing so. If you want to go out, you can. And then just make sure that that one time you do go out, make sure it's the best time of your life. You want to go out to the club? I love the club scene. So spending two, $300 in one night, 
you know you're going to get your money's worth just because you don't spend. So spending gives you that sense of power. So once in a while, don't be afraid to ball out. And remember, guys, the key word was balling after you saved. You don't want to relapse. Oh, guys, you definitely do not want to relapse. And I just want to touch a few great topics that uh, La Chiquitita mentioned. One of them was generational wealth. A lot of you might be thinking, because this is a, a beginner's savings, right? I'm living paycheck to paycheck. How in the heck am I going to create generational wealth? Okay. I saw this really amazing um, tip online. I can't remember where I had seen it, but it really changed the way that I thought about saving for my son. And the goal was super simple. It's you set aside $150 every single month. And the way that you look at that money is like it's a bill. It has to be paid. And you think, okay, $150 is not going to make a difference. But after 12 months, you're going to get a good chunk of change. And in 18 years, when your child is an adult, you will have saved over $32,000 for your kid just by putting aside $150 every month. Now, if you can afford to put more, obviously your child's savings will grow tremendously. And I feel like $150 is something that is super manageable, especially if you're implementing a lot of the other tips that we added to save money. For example, the tip I said about choosing to cook at home versus eating fast food the example that I showed was saving over $200. You're already currently spending those $200. So if you could distribute that money that you're already spending differently and put it towards a savings account for your kid, you can save upwards of $30,000 by the time your child is 18. And of course, $30,000 might not be a lot of money to some people to other people that money could be a huge advantage whether your child decides to use it for buying a brand new car or they choose it to go to college or they choose to do a real estate investment maybe buying their first home and that covers their down payment and their closing costs so don't feel like your job is going to limit you from setting goals that can potentially not only benefit you, but benefit your child in the future. And like I said, that's just a very small amount, $150 every month. And over the years, it's going to add up to a lot of money. And if you don't have a kid, you can do the exact same method and save up for the next five, the next 10, the next 20 years. And that could be money that you could be putting aside for when you retire. And this way, you're not living social security check to social security check when you retire. It'll help give you so much financial security. And like I said, this is just a small amount. You can add way more into that savings formula. Another amazing topic that I think La Chiquitita covered was COVID. Unfortunately, with this pandemic that is going on, it was something that just hit us all out of the blue and I think we all really got turned upside down and we realized 
what our priorities were. And a lot of us did have to really buckle down and learn how to save money when we've never done it before. Because like La Chiquitita mentioned, there was a lot of people without jobs, you know, which is unfortunately very, very scary. And if you're living off an unemployment check, the one of the first things that's going to happen is you're going to have to prioritize Am I going to pay a credit card bill that I probably owe? Because let's be realistic, the majority of Americans are under a lot of debt. Or am I going to put food on the table for me and my family? So that brings me to my next topic. For those of you guys that are not aware, and if you do have credit card debt, there is a program right now that they are offering, which is almost every major credit card company, that basically closes your account and when the account gets closed, you unfortunately won't be able to use your credit card anymore. But the good thing about it is, is that one, you won't be able to secure more debt. And then the biggest benefit is that once they close your account, you're not going to be racking up interest. And for those of you guys that do not know how credit cards work, When you make a payment of $100, those $100 are not taken off of the principal. Majority of the time, interest eats up at least 60 of those $100 or more, which is why it takes so long to pay these credit cards. So by eliminating the interest alone, you will pay your credit card in literally a third of the time that it would take if the interest kept adding up. So what that means, guys, is once you put $100, 100 of those dollars are going to go towards the principal. So if you owe $2,000 and you make a payment of $100, now you're going to owe $1,900. You would never be able to pay off this debt as fast without this program. And this program did become available because of COVID. So Even though there's a lot of really crazy things going on in the world, this is a benefit for a lot of people that are in debt. Now, don't get that confused because there are two COVID relief programs. The other COVID relief program that a lot of credit card companies are also offering to their customers is where they'll basically just defer the payment for one or two months, depending on the credit card that you have. But unfortunately with that, you just get the payment rolled over for the following month or if it's for two months, uh, two months after, but you still accure interest. So if you're normally paying, let's say $75 a month, which is your minimum payment, you're going to pay on that next month or the following month, the $75 plus the accured interest. So it ends up being a lot more than what your minimum payment would be. In my opinion, I definitely say that if you are one of these people that you are suffering from credit card debt, definitely call your credit card company and ask about the first program. It is a program that, like I said, it is offered through COVID and it can really help a lot of people get out of financial debt. So definitely, guys, I suggest you look into that because another way to save money is by having less bills. You are going to be saving a lot of money over time. And I think that the moral of the majority of everything that we've been mentioning is the key is consistency in order to see your money grow, especially when you're working with a small budget. Wouldn't you agree, Chiquitita? 
I would definitely agree. Another thing, guys, we are going to repeat it until you are literally sleeping and thinking about it. Setting that goal and sticking to that goal is the most important thing. And making a monthly budget, I think, is also very key. Like, I'm talking about counting up every single expense that you waste down to the penny, saying, how much can I take off and how much do I have to spend and not going a penny over that amount? Like Chiquitita said earlier, once you've saved a certain amount, you can be a little bit more flexible. Maybe you can get a Starbucks here and there. Like maybe you can treat yourself to going out to eat if you hit a certain budget. Maybe you're trying to save your first $1,000 and you're halfway through your goal. I think that would be a good time to go ahead and treat yourself and then going right back to your goal. Because like La Chiquitita said earlier, we do not want to relapse, guys. We want to keep pushing forward and we want to reach our goals. And never lose sight. Yes, definitely never lose sight. No matter how big or how small your goal is, everybody's perspective of what is important to them is different. So my goals may not look like your goals and your goals may not look like my goals. But I think that if you take all of these little tips and tricks that we've said, you will definitely find one that you can implement in your life and that it can really help you achieve your goals and I want to say one more thing before closing out here a lot of people might find it very hard to start making all of these changes so another option and I think it's the last option that I'm going to be able to share with you guys but I definitely want to talk about making extra income because another really easy way to save more money is by making extra income and a lot of you may be like I can't afford to get a second or a third job well I have a solution guys sell your junk that's right clean out your closet I bet you that if you went into your closet right now you have so many shoes purses belts bags pants that you don't use or maybe even other miscellaneous items in your home that you can sell on places like Macari, OfferUp, LetGo, have a yard sale, Facebook Marketplace. Guys, the list goes on and on. You can either sell locally or you can sell online and get paid cash for stuff that you don't use and it's just taking up space in your home. And I do want to say that this is not an advertisement. I wish it was. Uh, Macari, OfferUp, LetGo, Facebook Marketplace. We are here if you guys do want to work with us in the future. Hit us uh, up. Yeah, definitely. Hit us up. But seriously, guys, like get rid of your junk. It will help declutter your life, declutter your mind, and add more money in your pocket. It's like a triple threat. Well, that about wraps it up, guys, for today's podcast. If you enjoyed it, please go ahead and subscribe favorite this podcast, favorite this episode, leave us a message down below if you have a topic that you would like to hear us discuss next. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Las Chiquititas Podcast. There, you can also find many things that we will be sharing in the future, such as future topics, recommendations, polls, and so much more. And also, show us some love there. Till next time, guys. 